I always look at it like this. I can't fuck my parents. <laughs> I mean, you can. I guess but I technically I physically don't. Could. It's illegal. Not to brag, but I probably could. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. My name is the Iceman. And we are going to answer your, your questions, 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 questions. That's right. It's that time of the year yeah. where we answer all of your that questions. That time of the year, that magical time of the year. When we and you ask questions and we ask your answers and then we get... And then we, we don't ask and the answers. We, provide, so we just answer the answers. We provide the answers back to you and then you sometimes provide... A, you have a 30-second rebuttal. Disclaimer, we are not experts, but we will tell you what we think because you asked yeah does that make sense and if you would like to submit your question you could submit to podcast at nikki.limo that's podcast at n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o all right let's oh, get quickly, started what? Say, well a lot of people oh are gonna, my God. They're gonna have crypto questions and there's a place where they can go for that now it's called crypto corner that's true it's and on, it's on patreon it's where you get exclusive time with me to talk about all crypto and it's things. much more detailed correct because it's secret Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you have crypto so questions, there you go. Oh, there you go. This is actually the very first question on this uh, in this email account is investing in crypto, but in debt. Okay, I like it. We'll do it. <laughs> okay, this is just a sample. This is a sample, everybody. Get a little okay, <laughs> this one is uh, the title is investing in crypto, but in debt. Hi there, Nikki and Steve. First of all, thank you too for being you. Oh my God, you're welcome. Oh, thank, you, thank, you. thank you so much. Um, I've been a fan of Nikki since she did that bad sex rap battle with Tim seven, eight-ish years ago. Oh my God. Wow. That was so long ago. That was when Steve and I first started dating. Yep. And uh, Steve, well, I fell in love with Nikki. Uh, I fell in love with you because of Nikki. Thank <laughs> he you. fell in love with you because of me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank all right. You. Way to save it. All right. Here's... My question, I have about $10,000 in credit card debt because of poor decisions as an idiot teenager and young adult with nobody to guide me financially, and I've recently made the moves to try to dig myself out of it. However, once the pandemic hit, my progress came to a halt, and I was unfortunately laid off and am still struggling to find a job. Last April, my best friend introduced me to the world of stonks, and I kind of fell down that rabbit hole. I started up a Robinhood account, recently made a Coinbase, and I'm taking my financial security for older me much more seriously now. In your non-expert advice, what would you suggest? doing in my predicament should i pay off my credit card debt first and then spend more time in the stock slash crypto market or should i continue what i'm doing now and make small but more than the minimum payments on my credit card and throw a little bit of money into the market every few weeks to give a bit more information i'm currently engaged and my soon-to-be wife is not so great with money management we both pretty much suck at it and we're both very impulsive buyers however like i said i want to make sure we're set up for success later down the road she has no interest in stocks crypto or any of that thanks no name attached so please give me a dope little nickname love you guys okay like curious about crypto credit curious curious craig curious craig listen bro this is hard for me because you know what i want to do you're talking to a fucking certified crypto degen right now yes all i want to do is tell you go all fucking in i want to tell you to sell all your shit and fucking go all in if i did not have a wife if i did not have four cats i would be living in the smallest place i lived there before and i got with nikki accumulating funds Buying as much fucking crypto as I can with all my money. However, in your current predicament, if you're paying down the minimums, you're basically throwing money away because of how much you owe in your credit card debt. He says he's paying a little bit more than minimum, though. You're, you're basically throwing you're ba- you're throwing the minimum part away, and then whatever you're sprinkling on top is like whatever. Mm-hmm. You're putting pepper on it, okay, my friend. You gotta you gotta actually take bites out of that debt. You can't just sprinkle pepper on it. 
Can I tell you how proud I am of you for answering this way? I'm fucking disgusted with myself, Nikki. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, my skin is crawling as I'm saying I thought I was going to have to reel you back no, in. No, because unfortunately, I just know that getting out of debt is number one on your list. It really, That's really gonna is. That's going to free you up so much more. Here's, and your mental game will be freed up too. Here's why. Uh, credit card debt, most credit cards, most, and I'm guessing if you have $10,000 in debt already on this credit card, you're past the initial introductory rate. So they're usually above 20%. Terrible, okay? It's um, a mental weight too. Yeah. I've been there. And it's a mental weight, yeah. But here's the thing. If you end up using your free cash, especially with no job, you don't have a lot of cash flow coming in, right? So you're you're spending your free cash on investments. What's going to happen when you get an emergency? You're going to get deeper into debt because you don't have any free cash. So mm-hmm. what you need to do is you really need to pay off that debt. Then you need to have like some sort of liquid savings, like a thousand dollars or so set aside, and then start working on your investment. I promise you, you'll be better off because if you get into even the slightest emergency, you're gonna have to dip into your investments and then you're gonna get taxed up your asshole. You don't want to be taxed in your asshole. Do you like don't being get, taxed up your asshole? I don't. I don't. I don't. But I don't if, like being taxed normally. If you want to be a little bit of a flirty boy at the same time. Mm, okay? You want to be careful, a little flirty boy? Green. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on. Check this out. You dollar cost average into Bitcoin mm. every month when you get paid. Take like 20 bucks. Whatever you're going to do, like Chipotle night or whatever the fuck. You're like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm just going to put that into Bitcoin every month because you said you got a Coinbase account. You could set that up uh, as an auto buy if you want to. Not telling you what to do here. But... Taking Chipotle or Taco Bell money out of your mouth and putting it into into crypto dollar cost averaging, I think is a pretty smart move. I would agree with that only after having at least five hundred to a thousand dollars in an emergency fund. Well, she got to make it all boring now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, all that's right. that's my particular advice. And you know who manages the money around here? Which money? The, well, who gives you the allowance to go into Bitcoin? True. What's well, allowance from our money? Yes, but, he, but it has whenever, to be managed. That, but whenever you say that, people think that you're just giving me money. I'm like, thank you for money. And no, then, <laughs> I know that Steve would put every last cent into cryptocurrency. Would, so folks. there just needs to. You have to have a little bit of diversity in your you portfolio. Do. You do, and also get the fuck out of debt. But first. you know what sickens me? What? I would have gone all in on crypto as hard as like you've known me, mm-hmm. and I would have been right. That sickens me. Uh, it sickens me. We could have a, f- a more in-depth conversation about this in Crypto Corner. That's true. Because all right, you're right. You're there right. was we'll some lessons that were learned. Oh, that's for sure. There's always yes. lessons yeah. learned. Always. Yes. But I would have been right. And that blows. You would have been right in a basement dwelling shithole in Van Nuys attached to a funeral home. That's where I lived. She's talking about the romantic times when we first got together. You know, when we first got together, he had an air mattress. It was. And I still got with him. Was it on the floor? No, it was was a raised raised air mattress. mattress. No sheets. But see, a lot of people. No no comforter, just a fleece blanket. See, when a lot of people hear that it was just an air mattress, they're imagining just it's like laying on the ground. It's not. It's it's up in the air. It's like three feet up in the air. I bought the dip on Steve. I saw the potential. (laughs) I was like, this is a value stock. This is a value stock boy boyfriend. <laughs> Look, I needed an emergency spot because I. You don't have to. Well, just, just to defend myself. About it before. All right, well, 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 to new people, I, yeah. I needed an emergency pad. It's funnier to just. I leave know. It. I was trying to get my ex back. That was like my. 
That was going to be my my base of operations that was closest yeah. to her where I could fucking make moves or whatever. Uh, stupid. I was with Nikki nine days later. <laughs> so, then, But then I was stuck the in a year lease. And there you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, history. Yeah. So, And we were over that place so fast. I know. Oh, my God. So you're welcome. You get to make lots of cryptocurrency moves in a nice looking place. I do enjoy that. In a comfortable place. You can't live inside of a Bitcoin. I've always said that. You cannot live inside I of find, Bitcoin. I find. And it's can't. really not that much more expensive than what you were paying. It's insane, isn't it? It's yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, because you were just okay. You were pay, paying eight hundred dollars yeah. a month. Yeah, in on LA your, on your own. Yeah. Now you're paying eight hundred. You're paying nine hundred, and I'm paying nine hundred with our refi. It's pretty sick. So it's pretty lit. You're welcome. Pre-refi though, and you own this place. I and like you that own part. It, I like that part. And it's a lot bigger. Pre-refi though, that was a big boy. Yes. That was a big boy. Okay, moving on. Sorry, Curious Craig. Um, d- uh, also, get some more cash flow going. Like, d- honestly, I know how tempting it is. You, you FOMO so much because you hear about people making so much money on crypto. Just let it go. Let it go. Get your bases covered first. And then, then start being curious, Craig, into the You will never, it will never be too late for Bitcoin. They're still going to be mining exactly. it 100 years this from now. This is such ground floor level with Bitcoin. You don't have to rush it. Um, so... Get that cash flow going. Get that debt paid off. Here we go. Next question. Um, <laughs> the next question is cryptocurrency. How do I begin? Oh, my God. Uh, you know We're what? We're starting something. It's a movement. Go folks. to Crypto Corner on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sticky. And you will have your questions answered. Let me help her out, though. Oh, my God. This is going to be a whole. You just did a cryptocurrency episode. Listen, the people are interested. This is the most talked about thing right now happening other than GameStop. Okay. Okay, so there... Oh, I see. I think she just clickbaited the title. Oh, she did. That's okay. very clever. Girl. So it says, Cryptocurrency, how do I begin? All caps. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Correct order. Oh, I like her already. We don't like this. Compliments. I love you guys so much. I strive to have a relationship as functional and adorable as yours and a bullet journal with even a fourth of your creativity, Nikki. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Thank you. Y'all are oh. the best and I love listening to your podcast. We love you. We love you. Listening to it and we love you. Thank you. Now, please don't be mad, but you've actually been catfish slash clickbaited. I actually have a question about my relationship, both with my boyfriend and... My, that was a good move, How honestly. you do this to me? I almost skipped your question because of it, but... You have to remember that Nikki's the one who reads the questions, not Steve's. That's true. Otherwise... Yeah, that would have been pretty good. I wasn't sure how to get your attention, and I know Steve has wanted crypto questions, so that's why. Oh, she answered. It's like she was here with us. Understood. Um, Anyways, my questions are, one, how do I romanticize my life or like fall in love with myself? I've had body image issues since I was a child, but only until I lost weight did I actually start to feel less confident because I realized how big I was and that I could return to that easily. Because of the pandemic, I have gained weight and I feel like shit about myself. Due to school, I've stopped bullet journaling, even though I was never that good, LOL. I would do it daily and overall can't find the motivation to do school either any idea how I can get out of this slump I picture this ideal life for myself where I have better control of my anxiety but it only comes true in summer and the rest of the year I feel like crap how can I break the cycle so that's question one do you want to go question my question question okay um this one's hard okay it's tricky because it's uh it's all up to you it's like you kind of have to decide to love yourself and um I know that body image issues are hard like for sure like um i've definitely struggled with that myself but in the end i think what helped me is that 
realizing that life is like we're only here for just like a, a speck of time like mm -hmm. so small that i didn't want to be wrapped up in my body as much like i was spending too much energy on it mm -hmm. i was like i want to spend energy like having fun with my friends and and so as long as i'm taking care of myself you know and this is tough because you do have to you know be aware of if you have physical ailments or something, you go see a doctor and stuff. But as long as I'm getting re exercise regularly, I now just have like a checklist. Like, mm -hmm. am I getting at least 20 minutes of exercise a day? Am I um, meditating? Am I like doing one self-care thing a week? Yes. You know, as long as I'm doing the basics, I don't want to stress out because the stress actually also helps you keep on weight and like gain weight. Um, and then if you, if it's getting if you think that something's actually wrong, if you're doing the basics, you're trying to take care of yourself, you're taking your vitamins, you're eating the right foods and you're eating healthy and it's something still not working, you might have something that you want to see your doctor about and take blood tests and stuff for that. But I like to think of it like this. When you have something or someone that you love or like you have like an animal that you love or anybody that you've ever yes. loved, don't you do things for them? Like, Did it, I tell you that? Because no. I'd been doing that since the beginning of, well, since for years now, but... I've been doing this since my breakthrough. But I I shared this on my Insta stories, like, at the beginning of the year. Oh, cool. About how, like, taking care of yourself as if you're taking care of your pet or your plants. Yeah, if you love something, don't you do things for that? Why don't you do that for yourself? It's, right? And, yeah. that, and that's all. And that if you want to romanticize yourself or love yourself, why aren't you doing something for yourself? And that's what, that was what, where my breakthrough came from. Yeah. With you... It was like July 3rd, like two years ago. Oh, and I'll never specific forget date. Yeah, yeah. But I remember we were doing shit. They don't tell you after dark in the closet upstairs. Mm -hmm. And you said you just gotten through like 20 minutes of talking about what you do for yourself. And then you asked me what I do for myself. Yeah. And I just broke down. I was like, holy shit, I don't do anything for myself. And nobody's ever asked me that before. And that was when I just started to take a zoom out moment and look at my own self and my own life and realize that, holy shit, I don't do anything for myself. I get pings of validation from doing things for others which feels great but at the end of all days when you look at yourself and you're not loving yourself yeah it's a rough situation you need to refill your cup yeah so just do something for you right like i started like with weights and stuff and like watching what i eat more and just stopping like i don't look forward to food anymore where mm. i used to like I look forward to like little date nights with you and yeah. we order something or something, but I don't look forward to food the way I used to, where I was like, oh, I, I can't wait for that. Like I, I don't live to eat, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like now. So I took that off of my list of things. I do intermittent fasting, just little things that just make me feel a lot better. Yeah. I think there's two issues here. There's one is the, like the actual weight loss stuff, like health journey and then the other one is the like loving yourself yes you know and i think uh it's from what it sounds she says that she um can't get the motivation to do school and she's just in a slump i think um one make a list of all of the things that if you were not you if you were like a friend of you what would your friend say they love the most about you like what what are your best qualities? Make that list. Look at that list. Like know that that's you. Like know that those are non-negotiables that no one can take away from you. Mm -hmm. That'll give you a little bit of self-esteem. Um, and then as far as 
doing the things or finding motivation, you know, sometimes you're, people just, we're not motivated. Like you have to get yourself motivated. And for me, the best way that, and I feel like you too, the best way that um, we've been able to do that is like you think of the person you want to be, like all yes. the things that she does, like what does this person do on a daily yes. basis? What's like the thing, like who, who, what does that person look like that you want to be? And then every day, make a, make a little vote for being that person. So if that's the type of person that, you know, gets her schoolwork done, then getting your schoolwork done is a vote for being that type of person. Yeah. And it's just a little, it's those little incremental changes that become habits and then your habits become your beliefs and then your beliefs become your identity. So yeah, when you, I remember even when I was a kid, right? And you don't even think about things like loving yourself, but yeah. you think about heroes and like looking up to people or like, you know, I'm a kid, I'm like, oh, Superman or Batman wouldn't do that. I don't want to do that. And so you're not, I'm not, I wasn't, trying to be Superman or Batman, but I was like, they wouldn't do that. I don't want to be more like that. Yeah. And so you're kind of like- When you catch yourself doing a bad habit. Yeah, you're, you're tilting like, yourself away from the thing that you're maybe naturally inclined to do because you want to be somebody else. Like yeah. you want to be better for yourself. That makes sense. It's a mental shift. It's not easy though. Okay, and number two. I'm in a relationship right now and I genuinely love my boyfriend. However, I get scared about whether it will work out long-term because we are culturally and religiously different. Neither of us personally mind, but our parents are far more conservative and have a problem. We are young, but I fear that once we are older, we will not be able to work it out because we will still be reliant on our parents, especially in this economy. With that kind of dependence, it's really hard to hold your ground for other matters. How do I let go of this thought and go with the flow as I'm young? Of course, I want it long-term, but thinking about it gives me anxiety, but I will always... But I also will always think about it. Anyways, I'm sorry for the long email. Please keep me anonymous. Lots of love. A fellow Chicago girl. Oh, Chicago Sally. Chicago Sally. Listen, man. When it comes to... I always look at it like this. I can't fuck my parents. <laughs> I mean, you can. I guess but I technically I physically don't. could. Don't. It's illegal. Not to brag, but I probably could. But there that's what i'm saying like the, the intimate things in your life you don't get from them the, yeah. the, the real moments of like i don't know like the greatest moments that i've had like with you like yeah had nothing to do with them mm -hmm. and and so if you let them into in between that i think that's a huge mistake that's all yeah i mean you shouldn't sacrifice your happiness to make others happy and when it comes to depending on your parents, I mean, I understand that's a struggle. And but it's like, it's it's almost like you're giving into letting someone control you with money, you yes. know. And I don't know. I just would get out of that mindset if I were you. Like, or I, controlling you at all? Yeah, you're letting someone control you. Like, yeah, you're never. You're not going to be as happy if as if you didn't let someone control you. You can find other ways to support yourself. Absolutely, you can, and you'll feel better about yourself you when you get there. Yeah, I, I honestly, yeah, I, that's my advice. Not professional, but if you're in love, I, don't let anyone take that away. And sometimes you have to demand respect from the ones that you love because there need to be boundaries mm -hmm. with them if they're not giving you respect. And that kind of shit is not giving you respect. Mm -hmm. Like respecting your choices and what you want, like with your life. If they can't do that because, oh, he's, he's not the same religion as us or whatever the hell, like... <laughs> You, you're not respecting my choices. Yes. So, Chicago Sally, I wish you the best. Love yourself. 
Mwah. And let the boy, by the way, let the guy or, and you sit down with them. If there's a problem, I, that's one of my favorite things. It's like, hey, we got a problem. Let's sit down and talk about this. Yes. Like, instead of just talking, oh, one-on-one with, oh, yeah, I can't believe my parents like this. This sucks so much. And then to them, it's like, oh, hi, let's be fakey fakes time. Okay, cool. Bye. See you later. Like, why not go like, hey, I know you guys maybe have a, an issue about this situation, but let's all sit down and talk about, like, what your reservations are. That's a great idea. Just be mature. Treat them like adults, and maybe they'll grow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, cultural things are hard because sometimes no people are just locked into that. No question. But yeah. But you I can agree. try treating can try. them like adults and see if they grow up. That's all. I agree. All right. This one says, dreaming of my ex. Oh, no. Hey, Nikki and Steve, I would like to re- remain anonymous, please. And thank you. You're welcome, uh, dreaming Steven. Lately, I've been, oh, dreaming dream Stephanie. <laughs> Lately, I've been dreaming of my boyfriend from high school. It's been about 15 years since we were together, but we remain great friends to this date. We've known each other since fifth grade, and he is part of my closest group of friends, so we talk almost every day in our chat group. He is the doctor of the group, so he's always helping me when I'm sick, checking on me, and knows even the grossest things about me. Uh, Whenever he talks to me directly, usually joking or remembering when we were together, I dream of him, you know, romantically, and I don't want to wake up. It messes with my head a little, and it doesn't help that our friends are constantly telling us that we should be together or saying stuff like, where was the fire, ashes, or where there was fire, ashes remain, lol. I feel like such an asshole because I've been, oh, I have a boyfriend that I love so much. We've been together for over four years, and I feel like I'm cheating emotionally or something because of dreaming of my ex feels so nice. Maybe I'm just nostalgic about the good old days at high school because of the quarter life crisis, but I started reviewing my whole life thinking if we had done things differently, me and my ex would be together now. Any comment or advice is greatly appreciated. You guys are the best. Love you. You're in love with your ex. Yeah, you love your ex. This is different because because you actually have contact with this person and you don't just remember them how they were. Yeah, I got goosebumps actually. You actually know them now. Exactly. And you have Feelings. feelings for them. And you want yeah, to stay it asleep. Is, it is a little emotionally <laughs> cheating, um, in my opinion, to be it honest. It is, for sure. Uh, she not, knows that. Not just the, not dreaming, because you can't help your dreams, no. but um, the talking to him and you guys have a, like a banter, you're or, reminiscing about old times. That shit's fucked up. Your friends think you have more, ke- your friends wouldn't say that if they respected your boyfriend. Yeah, like, no. they clearly think you guys have chemistry. I don't know. It sounds like. You sounds like you're with your boyfriend because he's a nice guy and you've been together for four years you and going. you got a comfortable thing happening. Yeah, exactly. But if I'm 100% honest, I'm getting vibes that you're in love with your ex. Who became a doctor. How coincidental. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Upgrade. Dreaming of what? <laughs> <laughs> going to the bank? <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you. She's like, oh, no, 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 I was having a good No, feeling. no, 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 no. Oh, please don't wake me up, yeah. please. Yeah. Your boyfriend's like, I made you muffins. <laughs> Your boyfriend's like, I've been looking at above ground j- jacuzzis. <laughs> Fucking Nikki. Don't tell my secret goals and dreams. Nikki's thinking about getting an inflatable jacuzzi. Why are you telling on me? Beca- I-, I will tell on you. Please don't. I'll tell on you what, please don't, what please you don't. did. Please don't. Way more embarrassing. <laughs> Steve really likes our fridge. And I will say no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a good clue uh no it's not because nobody would ever guess yeah true. what you did to our fridge we don't need that out in the ether <laughs> what did steve do to the fridge we don't need that all right one more question before. we're gonna all think i fucked the fridge that's what that sounds like to he, me. he didn't fuck the fridge thank you thank you 
But that's the but only. I came close. It's the only step left. I came close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one. <laughs> My boyfriend cheated and addicted to crypto. Ooh. This is a relationship crypto combined. I like him a little bit. Hello, Iceman and Icebreaker. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Thank you Thank so you much. So much. Uh, I'm sorry to have clickbaited you. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, Everyone's clickbaiting with the We crypto. told them to fix their titles. That's true. You told them. I did. I broke their balls too hard. Sorry to have clickbaited you, but absolutely none of that is true. My fiance is amazing, but I think you'll forgive me because I'm purely here because I want to give you lots of compliments. Oh my gosh. Well, all right. All I right. didn't know. We'll, she clickbaited us, okay? We'll allow it. Funny thing, I actually came here for the information, one of Nikki's old wedding advice videos of all things, and stayed for the vibe. And uh, yes. financial advice, although you are not professionals. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. don't Thank come you. for us. We are not professionals. From there, I got super into shit they don't tell you and went back and watched and listened to as many old episodes as I could. You guys are funny as fuck, obviously, but also genuinely kind and intelligent human beings, and I appreciate and listen to what you have to say. Oh, you're oh my so God. kind. Thank you. I love this person. Okay. I also got really into Big Mood Oops competition. No, please don't mention it. Mark cut that. <laughs> extra appreciate the sexual honesty on there, especially since I don't actually feel open speaking like that myself. Oh, good. That's exactly what I started. That's the service that, that Part- this show also provides. <laughs> but now, no, I'm not alone in things. Nikki, I got to say, I relate to you so much so often. I also love cats, alone time, stressing out, oops, and being a loyal asshole. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been really loving the party channel and sitting down to watch Vlarch has made my breakfast time more happy. I love that. Oh, I have a vlog channel. Everybody. She's plugging everything. This is beautiful. I know. She's, you would think that I write these weekly. I something. would. This one, this one <laughs> I is swear I didn't pretty write perfect this. plug I, for everything. I swear on all my cats I didn't this write this. This is the this. whole sticky ecosystem. It's true. Um, but yeah, youtube.com slash Nikki if you want to check hey, hey, the hey. party channel. It's a, quite a party though, so mm, you've been warned. Lastly, although all of us always think our relationships are the absolute best, no one else's could be as good. I got to admit you two are obvious goals for anybody. Thanks, Iceman, for teaching me crypto because I didn't understand any of it previously. I even listened to the entirety of you your Flat Earth episode. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so many people thought that shit was real. I know. It's so funny. They were getting so mad. They're like, wow. <laughs> I know Steve was dumb, but I know he's this dumb and shit like that. So great. Can I wait for a new episode to listen to you two? Tell it like it is. I appreciate you. Lots of love. Anonymous, thank wow. you so much. Very you are so sweet and kind. And with that, I hope you listen to these ad reads because it helps the show and we know you want to do that. So thank you so much. You we buy our fucking you. ads. You better be buying our fucking ads. We're out promoting there. like um, Adam and Eve. Like, get yourself a dildo. Come on. Don't this is be fun approved. stuff. Don't it's be like approved. Yeah, we're not telling you to go buy a mushroom log. <laughs> That was cool. I know. I'm fucking I'm breaking right. my friend's balls. I know. Joe Jitsukawa, yeah, shout out. A mushroom he, has, he sells a mushroom log, and I, I actually really like yeah, it. me too. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. And we're going to answer some more of your questions, I think. I think I think we should. Yeah. Do you... I think I'm thinking we should. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have idea. any. Let me check my agenda. Yeah. That's the only thing. I was going to do a soliloquy about the springtime. No, I think we should answer questions. Okay. Okay. Sure. I'm, I'm off book. No, it's, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. It's springtime. The flowers are here. The butterflies chirp. You can hear the fluttering of the winds and the wings and the wind. You can see the sparkle How long of is it? dew. Huh? How long is it's it? It's about 45 minutes. No, we're done. Okay. It's about spring. Next question. This one's titled seven-year relationship. Okay. That's the seven-year itch mark. Oh, true. Um, I'm surprised to be asking on a platform like this, but you can call me Katie. K-T, the uh, letters K and then T. By the way... Okay. Don't just say, just don't say my last name. I love watching y'all on YouTube and I resonate a lot with Nikki. Oh, what's up, girl? We're both sensitive. I'm an INFJ, independent, about to be 33 years old, and very reasonable-minded. Okay, I like this girl. I'm a reasonable-minded like guy, no, I think. She's like me, not you. Good finances, found myself in my mid-20s and started dating again, blah, 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 etc. Um, my relationship problem stems from dating a military brat, quote-unquote. It feels so weird to call him that, but it tells a lot about him. His family was always his consistent in life as they moved around countries or states, and he values their opinions more than anyone else. And I get that. I've been dating this guy for almost seven years. The first few years were like a dream. Grossly in love to where you make other people sick. First two? The first few, she few. says. Yeah. Um, he always said he is so in love with me and wants to get married, even asked me ring ideas. He has three older sisters, and one of them decided she didn't like me and started picking on me. And then all three sisters started picking on me. His mom still loves me. His dad's very non-emotional, but he has no problem with me. So ever since the sister decided she doesn't like me, I'm still trying to figure out exactly why. I think it may be because I said a pet peeve of mine is picky eaters, and her kids are, I guess, picky eaters. That's it? Wow. I know people like this, though. That's so petty. When you say one little thing, and they fucking go after I thought you. I was petty. That's fucking Dude. real. That's the Olympics of petty right there. There's been some people in my life, it's only women for some reason. I don't know why. It's because it's all it's, of them, don't you know? It's because it's all women. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like they zone in on like one little thing. Maybe it's an insecurity they have or something. I don't know. But wow. yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. But anyway, I don't put it past. Whereas guys wouldn't even person. be paying attention. 
Yeah, that's why I had mostly guy friends for a while. Oh, you just got to surround yourself with good people. But anyway, he won't stand up for me and just flatly says, family first, to a point where I feel like he doesn't even love me or care about me anymore. Like the effort and sex stopped, and he hasn't even really come back to normal, even after a couple of therapy sessions he agreed to. But he did, I guess he didn't like what the therapist told him in their private session and stopped going. He's an INTP. He doesn't really do feelings or understand mine when I express them. How do I deal with someone who values their family members' opinions of me, not even really knowing me, and tell, telling me he loves me, but then things clearly have changed, and I feel like it's been dragged out for years, and he expresses more and more anger to me all the time, yet still says he loves me. Thanks. Katie, wait, there's a, there's a little after okay, email it says i have confronted her and she just told me i would i need to earn her love quote unquote which i think is toxic she talked to me like quote don't get your panties in a twist and i just sent her I j- and i just sent her a pic of my panty drawer and said none of them are twisted lol Very nice. like i wasn't trying to fight she's so folding. confrontational well um yeah so they're doing that bullshit where it's like we're trying to like toughen you up or whatever maybe if you're gonna hang on this family you got to be able to handle like you know <laughs> yeah it just, and it's just feels like mean girl stuff why isn't your man defending you that's all i want to know that's what she's asking that's what i want to know though too yeah i honestly you should be number one yeah you should be number one that's and, that's where his life is is with you it's not like he's fucking hanging out with his sisters all the time he's saying family first the only reason the only way i would ever say family first to steve is if steve was trying to keep me from my family if it was the other right. way around where like you were picking fights with the sisters and like you're like i don't want you hanging out with them anymore yeah, or something like that if you're, yeah exactly because yeah. that's like a, a narcissist thing mm-hmm. that's like a like yeah you want to you're possessive yeah, yeah. right but yeah, I don't, if if one of Steve's siblings had a problem with me, we would all talk about it in a room together and Steve would have my back. I would fucking wreck their fucking asses. <laughs> they all know that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because that's your person, right? That's all. It's just, that's, I mean, even yeah. pre-wife Nikki, like you were my person. So it, was, it wasn't like, it, like, because I know you're not married or whatever, but that's still your person. We've well, been together for seven years. Yeah, come on. And there's just a disconnect if someone's telling you they love you, but then the actions don't show that. I don't know. I don't really believe you then. Like, I, that's my perspective. Yeah, you can say I love you. Like, almost like, it's like, it's empty. hey, hey um, so I'm not going to talk to you all day. And then at night, I love you. Like, that's yeah. nice. Cool. Wow. What a great time I had. You're like living for crumbs. Yeah, no thanks. We don't do that shit. No. We respect ourselves. That sucks. It sucks that... He doesn't see it, you know. Well, he she sounds like she's been shaking the tree, and he doesn't see it even. Exactly, then. that's she's what I'm saying. Like, go to therapy, all this shit. And he, then he didn't like what the therapist said to him. I mean, guy takes himself. Do you want to stay with somebody who says they love you but don't show it ever? There's no sex anymore. The sex she said the sex stopped, yeah. and he doesn't even want to listen to the therapist because he thinks he knows better. I mean, personally, I mean. He, he takes himself to, so seriously he knows better than the fucking and therapist. Your in-laws are gonna suck. Yeah, They're going to suck. You're going to be stuck with them. So not only do you have no love shown to you in your relationship, but no love shown to you in the extended family either. What's the point? Like, honestly, do you want to marry this guy? Because I would run. Here's what you do. You dump them, and then you go into your panty drawer, you twist every single one of them, <laughs> and you send her a picture. My panties are in a twist. They are now in yeah. a fucking twist. 
Yeah. But good luck. We we're rooting for you. Honestly, we're rooting for you, but I think you deserve better. You do. And I think you're right on the money with where your emotions are and especially oh, and that's the other thing. He won't listen to feelings. Don't be sunk. He doesn't understand feelings. You gotta oh no. Don't be don't be sunk. Save yourself. Fallacy. Exactly. Oh, I spent so much time with this, I can make this shit work. Yeah. Oh, it's my investment of my time and my I don't want to start back to zero. Oh, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Be free. You will feel a weight off your shoulder you'll feel a weight lifted yes you will feel 10 pounds lighter or we have friends who just did this and they, lo- they love and life love and life sure you get like maybe lonely here and there when you remember the good times or whatever but that's Shit. not fair to yourself because you don't have to be anxious about going to see the family you can't live hoping it'll be like it was because it obviously it's one-sided you're the only one trying to get it that way if you love something, let it go. And if it can, if it comes this back, part of the soliloquy still. If it can come back to you, then it then it was meant to be. I'd like to let this go. Oh, but, but I want to let it. this go. No. Okay. Yeah. Next question. We love you, girl. Yeah, hope, we love you. Good hope luck. That works out for you. Let us know. But um, Mark, break up. Hit the break up button. Mark, hit the break up break button. Up. Hey, Mark, can you stitch me what I just said onto like a? Um, thing I can put on a wall. I think it would look really good on a wall. What? I just visualized the soliloquy? it. The, the if you love something, let no, it go thing. It's got potential. It's not original. I've heard Stitch that. Stitch that and send it to me, Mark. I've, I think it's, people say that. I have already. a vision of that in stitches that I just think will what really do well. Stitches. You said stinches. A stinch is a Harry Potter creature. Wow. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> sounds like one. So, I don't think so. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss person. The stinches. It sounds oh, like, a Dr. Seuss. like a Dr. Seuss. Yeah. This one's called, should I text my ex? What is it with people with their exes wow, today? Wow, exes are in the air, huh? Yeah. I think, well, you know, a Mercury retrograde is coming up, and that's when, like, exes tend to come back into people's lives. Anyway, okay. this one says, hey, Nikki and Steve, I love your podcast and hope you're both doing well. Well, thank you so thank much. You. I appreciate that. My question is, should I text my ex? Not in a I miss you kind of way, but as a friend, you know? Some background. We had known each other nearly our whole life, but for most of our late childhood slash teenage years, we lost contact because we didn't live in the same area. Fast forward to about two years ago, we reunited and dated for around two years in a long distance relationship. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, we were not able to visit each other for quite some time and decided that there wasn't really a future for us both. Things ended rather amicably, and while I still love her very much, I find it odd that she wants me to remain a friend and continue to text her. Since we were a long distance couple, this is something that we did anyways and i don't necessarily like that she sends me good morning texts because i would never do that with female friends i think for now the best is to ignore her and then maybe in some future build a uh, build a friendship what do you guys think thank you and please don't take three months to respond even though i i you guys most likely will (laughs) my name is matthew by the way sorry matthew (laughs) sorry this was march 15th Oh, we're doing good on, yeah. on you, Matthew. Oh, today, well, we don't know when this is going to come out, but today is April 7th. We'll put this out. I think it's going out in August. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Perfect no, uh, listen, I bro. think you're right. She wants to have her cake and eat it too. Yeah. Give me a break. She wants to use you because she feels lonely, but she doesn't want to commit to you. So that's bullshit. And, you know, it's she's kind of putting the cards on the table. Like, if that's a situation you want to, then... But he doesn't. But you don't, right? I I would, I would ignore her. Ignore her. I yeah. think you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would suck, especially if you still have feelings for her, and she's sending you good morning texts. I would send her some ew, David gifs. She. <laughs> she's. If you don't know that one. She's taking your energy. Mm-hmm. 
and then you don't really get anything in return. Yeah, you don't owe her a good morning, bro. Yeah. Sorry. Especially you said you wouldn't do that with your female friends. That's, yeah. That's correct. She's just kind of stringing you along. By the way, that is a correct, you have a correct emotional assessment of things. Yes. Texting your female friends good morning is fucking weird. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be odd. Because, yeah, even when all my friends were guys, like, it was like, hey, it was information based. Like, hey, we hang in later. Like, oh, so-and-so is going to go over to this person's house and we're going to do this. Like, it's information based. Correct. Not like, hey, sweetie, how's it going? That's you know, super weird. That's weird in the morning. I, the only thing I can think of is sometimes when we have friends leave, I'm like, yo, just let me know when you got oh, home. Oh, that's different. But that's different. Yeah. And it's let us know. It's not like me privately or anything. Yeah. I think you were correct in your assessment of everything. So good on you. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another relationship question. That's the title of this. But also it is another relationship question. Yeah. Please keep anonymous. Okay. You got it. Hickory Dickory. Hey, Nikki and Iceman. Big fan of all your shows, podcasts, and vlogs. I've been feeling odd lately and wanted to hear both of your perspectives. All right. Okay. Back in 2019, I broke up with my girlfriend of three years. It was my first real relationship, and I knew it would end from the beginning, but I was naive and allowed myself to stay with a person who wasn't right for me. It was a situation where she was from a culture where her parents were constantly pressuring her to get married, and she was pushing that off onto me, even though she wasn't ready to get married and wasn't past her experiment experimentation phase, her hoe phase. I had just finished my master's degree in, during this time, and when I didn't marry her on her parents' timeline, they all started criticizing me for not magically being wealthy and having a job with a $250,000 salary straight out of school. We ultimately broke, broke things off at this time. Since then, I've dated many different women from truly amazing backgrounds, from top universities with extremely successful careers at top companies and academics who are leaders in their field. Very few of these women I have felt any kind of connection with, and the few that I have had major flaws for example i dated one woman who i knew i would could fall in love with from how well i could relate to her but she ultimately tried to mislead me into thinking she wanted a real relationship when she only wanted something temporary another who i hit it off with had an extreme mutual attraction to was disinterested in talking to me about serious subjects that are important to me like politics and social causes most other women were forgettable for one reason or another most often i have dated those who despite their academic and professional degree don't have any real tangible goals or passions mm -hmm. they also have a very limited range of interests i had one date with a graduate from harvard harvard business school for example who only cared to talk about food and whose life and career goals amounted to having fun and being open to new opportunities rather than directing her own career was it a job interview jesus <laughs> i've been taking a break from dating for the last few months and i'm starting to feel very odd after the experiences i've had with people who should be at the height of what society has to offer i feel like dating in general isn't worth my time anymore just swiping through dating apps grosses me out and thinking about dating anyone in general as well i feel like people in general aren't worth my time because they're either too shallow not ambitious enough not empathetic enough or not reliable enough the issue is compounded as well because i do very much still want to build a family with someone and have a lasting relationship with someone while i have trust issues and find it difficult to believe i can rely on anybody from my experiences dating and background going growing up the idea of having a lasting family with someone seems completely outside the realm of reality for all of these reasons any insights or thoughts you have are much appreciated okay i think Thanks, i got this one i think i got go this for one. it I think I, we're on the same page i think that you are being too quick to dismiss people mm-hmm and that, that's all That's all this is. Yes. And that's not a knock on you. We all fall into a pattern at some point where we're just like, I got this person figured out. Okay, mm -hmm. moving on, swiping, right? 
and you're you're not realizing that you're doing that in real life like you're saying like i can't believe how vapid all these social media apps are but then you're sitting down with somebody and they start talking about their interests you're like i already got you pegged you're boring it's like they have to say the magic things in order for you to validate them yes and in the way that you want them said yeah you have an idea of what that you think they should be before they even get a chance to show you who they are exactly and, and there's a lot of people that you know we all can be wrong about yeah and that we actually get to have a conversation with a real one maybe or like over a little bit of time we get to know them more i'm like oh i didn't know oh okay wow, yeah i didn't know that about you and i'm not saying settle or compromise Nobody like is. if you're if you're not in, if engaged or you're not like stimulated by the conversation but i kind of get the feeling that you're judging it right off the bat like let yourself get to know people yes a little better than maybe because they're you scared are. too it's not like they okay it's not like if i sit down with someone brand new i have so many hobbies and interests and stuff but i'm not gonna right off the bat like unload all no. of that onto them i'm going with the flow they're gonna ask me things like where do you work and i'll be like mm, i edit videos you know like yeah. or whatever maybe it, that sounds boring to you. Like what if they just miss me right off the bat because I said too boring of a job. But, you know, that's a lot way, of pressure to put on something. I've talked to some people who it's like, oh, so what do you do? It's like social causes. Like that's my thing. And it's, like, and it's just like, oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, calm down. It's okay. And the social political stuff. Okay, I get if you're really passionate about that and you want, you want to engage in someone else who's equally passionate about that. Cool. Like I would set like three things that are like your top three things you're not willing to settle on. But most people I find, especially in such a heated climate, sometimes don't want to jump straight into political or social issues because it's very intense and it's very heated. It gets very emotional. Exactly. Like people that are just meeting you, like they kind of want to take it easy, you know? Yeah. It's not speed dating. Yeah. You can you can get to know people a little, a little better. A little slower. Yeah, a little slower. Yeah. And just listen, just try to listen a little more. Like one of the things I learned in improv is to listen to people because listening is half of improv, which I com I completely didn't understand at first. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, no, it's about being funny. Go out there and be funny. But you can't be funny if you're not listening to the people yes. that you're with. And you can't, so you can't really know somebody unless you're listening to them. And you have to listen to them, not where your mind's drifting about them. I have a particular philosophy that everyone can teach you something. So I started to when I started feeling bothered or annoyed by somebody or like, you know, feeling like I was going to dismiss them, like uh, these kind of feelings, I instead turned and listened to them, like you were saying, and also just like listen for what can I learn from them? Like, what is this type of person? Like, what? how does their brain work? I, I'm genuinely curious because I everyone operates so differently and it's really nice to get to know how someone can think a completely different way than me. And when you start looking at people with an open mind like that, um, people aren't just like put in this category of not worth your time unless you have this, 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 and this. So yeah, I don't know. It might not lead to a romantic relationship, but it'll allow you to become more open to getting to know people if yeah, that's and, something you and, want. And that expectation too that you put in there. And by the way, none of this is a knock on you. We, we're, yeah. we're just trying to analyze it like you asked uh, right. at the end of it but the way that in there you're like these are supposed to be like the brightest and best people from around the world but they're not living up to that expectation see how you you, you just set that that expectation these are supposed yeah. to be the fucking best and like they're not delivering for me and it's like you gotta like zoom out of yourself a little bit and go holy shit why am i doing this mm -hmm. that's all yeah it's just put, you're putting pressure on every situation like that yeah i agree expecting a's and, and triple a's yeah you're in a very like 
very i don't know what the like the what's called but the your very logical mindset of yes. like it's a it's a trade interaction like yes. it, it's a transaction. transactional yeah it's transactional that's the word i was looking for where okay you said you went to this school and have this job so therefore you must provide this and in exchange i went to this school and this job and i will provide this yes. and that's just not how relationships work or how people are mm-hmm. in, yeah in most cases that's yeah. all so we're not I, telling you to lower say, your expectations. We're telling you to just listen to people and, and give them yeah. more of a benefit of the doubt and not be like uh, snobby about like who they are without necessarily knowing them yet. That's exactly. All. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? Mm, I hope that helps. Yeah. We're rooting for you. Yeah. We want you to win and good luck with that. Oh, that's what it was. I definitely think you should take a break. Like just. Oh, that too. Take a breather. Like yeah. maybe take six months off. Focus on yourself. Yeah. You know, figure out what you really want in a part in like a relationship, you know, is, does that, does that stuff really, really matter to you? Like, what are your top three? Just pick three. Um, cause then, you know, yeah, I think that if you jump right in it, it you will just kind of, I think you're burnt out. Yeah. I think you have a great sense of self yeah. though, which is good, but you know, just now let other people determine themselves to you. Yeah. A little more. All right. That's what we think. What did I call him in the beginning? Uh, um, um, it was a mouse's name. <laughs> it was a rhyme. I don't remember. I don't recall. Little no. little mouse. Little mouse. Little mouse. That's a rapper name. You know, little mousey. There you go. Okay. Next question. This one's called "Here for the Vibe." Hi, Iceman and Icebreaker. What's up? Hello. Breaker, Breaker, one, two, three. I'm a high sitcom hubby to the sitcom wife. I'm just here for the vibe of the party channel. I'm all about partying with vitamins, watering plants, kitty love, date nights with the hubby, all the party. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. These are our people. First of all, love you guys. Love your relationship in a parallel universe. I think me and my hubby are kind of a version of you guys. A kind of brown girl with a white guy who are literally best friends that got married. Yeah, it does sound Fuck like yeah. you are. Um, so... In my mind, we are really great friends. Weird, hope not. Love all the advice and uh, all the advice you guys give. Try, trying to give us tips on all the things we missed out on in our lives. You guys are the best. Keep doing what you're doing, and I hope all these great vibes you guys put out in the world come back to you guys in the ways that are beneficial to you. Thank, Thank you. you. That means that a lot. So Honestly, sweet. wow, I appreciate that. Go here for the question. My husband and I are finally getting ready to buy our first house. He's 38 and I'm 39. We have about $20,000 ready for a down payment. Now, the problem is we live in SoCal and even worse, near Valencia. Very mm. expensive. Ooh, near Six Flags. Good for you. Um, any tips for house hunting during a seller's market? These houses are being snatched up in minutes and for tens of thousands over asking price. Any advice would be appreciated. Again, I love you guys. Here for the vibe. Thank you. Wow. Um, you are awesome. And yeah, so okay, twenty k. Okay, wait, what's twenty k? They have twenty k. Get pre-approved first. Yes, if you haven't already, because then you'll know exactly what you're dealing the with. The range of houses you can look at. Um, maybe you, if you're willing to kind of go on the outskirts, like some somewhere that's kind of developing. That's I mean, not, stay close to Six Flags because you want that property value to pop, be, be popping up. Six Flags. Yeah, you want that property value going. But yeah, going I mean, up. like the, you know where we where we bought our house, it was like originally we were looking in the neighborhood we used to live in, and it just got way too expensive. So we just kind of went on like a little bit further on the outside. So now we're like on the rim of where we used to live, and it's actually 
I think it's a better investment because it's a much more growing area. It's filled in since we got here. Exactly. Um, So if you don't mind that, start there. And also just think of it like it's your starter house. So don't, you don't have to marry it. You know, it's just like, um, just to get some real estate under your belt. You're just committing to something for at least 30 years. (laughs) But not really. Nobody keeps (laughs) it. And then, yeah, see if you can even qualify for... An an uh, uh, what's it called? Um, an FHA, FHA loan? loan, an FHA. FHA. Yeah, where you can put down two or three, five, four, five percent instead of twenty percent, and that might expand it a little bit more. You may need need more income to qualify, so you may need to like co-sign with somebody or so, or like get your income up or so, something like that. But worth it, also. Um, or just wait for a dip. I know it sucks. I honestly, I would. It's better if you can get a place. And remember, not every seller is looking for the highest bidder. Some people want to like the fastest person that's yeah. gonna like everything's gonna go really fast. Some people like if you send a tape in, they just want personal. Like maybe this was their baby, their house. They loved this house and they wanted to go somebody they really to go to somebody that they really like. Yep. You know, you never know why people are selling their house, so it doesn't hurt to. If you find a place that's in your price range that you can are, are pre-approved for, that you make an offer, um, even if it's not the highest offer that they got. Anything else? I think that's you know that's my that's my best advice to you. And in the meantime, just keep saving as much as you can. Keep putting as much as you can towards that down payment, and then you know options will start to expand. You can't live inside of a Bitcoin. If I said it once, I said it a thousand times. One day, maybe. Not right now. Not right now. There's some projects that are working on it, but no movement yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other advice? Uh, No. I think FHA loan is the move. Mm -hmm. Try for that. I think getting your down payment as high as possible obviously helps you with monthly payments later. Yes. Um, But... And if I was Dave Ramsey, I'd say buy it in cash. Uh, No. Pay cash. Sorry, Dave. What you want to do is pay cash. Sorry, Dave. The mortgage rates are very low right now. You pay cash. So. Cut up your credit cards. None of that. Okay. I mean, you can cut up your credit cards. Actually, that'll help too. If you pay off all your credit card debt, you can qualify for more money. Um, But good luck. Yeah. Like, it's tough out there. We're trying to move to vegas and it's tough out there too dude there's lines we're looking at houses yeah. in vegas there's fucking lines to look at houses there's some places that had like 10 offers on it it had been the market like four days and half of the offers they didn't even see the property sight yet. unseen go figure that out it's just wild wild out there yeah so you're not alone in this at all don't feel the sellers own like the market yeah i mean until yeah, a, until a crash we maybe. would be selling our house too but then the problem is are we able to buy another house exactly (laughs) you know so good luck it's tough okay next question i think this is the last one okay this one is my marriage is falling apart we're leaving on a down note yeah we're leaving on a sad note okay okay it's a little long but it's okay hello nikki and iceman first thank you for taking your time to read this and um i really don't have any wait sorry 
couldn't put it back mark hello nikki and iceman first thank you for taking your time to read this as i just really don't have anyone else to talk to i understand i can't give you the full play-by-play on my five-year relationship with my husband but i can tell you i love this man with my whole heart and soul and it's breaking my heart that things are rapidly changing i will try to condense this as much as possible but we've been married almost three years together for five and now we have a little nine-month-old baby oh obviously with baby comes more stress and now even more stress that i lost my job due to covid we both agreed that i can be a stay-at-home mom for a while which i feel like is such a blessing to me i quickly realized that being a stay-at-home mom is literally a full-time job that you don't clock out of I also have a seven-year-old stepson that does online learning and the program The program is so bad I end up being his teacher for four hours of the day. Wow. I also am a full-time nursing student and have been for about two years now. Jeez. Here, where it gets messy is since my husband's best friend died in November, he has turned into a different person. Oh my God, this happened to my dad. He frequently says mean things out of anger and gets angry over little non-existent stuff. And when I try to tell him that there is a way that you say things and he doesn't have to be mean, he says, you need to grow up and realize if you don't like who I am, then that's on you. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? This morning when he was leaving for work, he complained that his clean socks in the drawer were actually dirty, to which I apologized and was slightly confused because I wouldn't have put them in there dirty. I do all the laundry. He's a mechanic and his socks are funky on a whole different level. And when he comes home, his response was, clearly you don't unbundle them when you wash them you don't pay attention to anything and i was like you take them off and throw them on the floor when you get home why would i rebundle your dirty socks and put them in your clean drawer to which he said if you want to tell white lies and defend yourself like you always do go ahead but i'm not letting you mess up my journey it's like this death made my him... journey yeah. he said journey he it, said that it's like this death made him realize how short life is and how unhappy he is here with where he is currently Mm. it's little comments like this all the time that has built up resentment in our relationship and every time i try to talk to him about it he belittles my feelings i no longer tell him when i have had a bad day at home because it turns into a whole you've been home all day how are you tired well what did you do today I work so hard to make sure the house is taken care of before he gets home and it's never appreciated. I told him a few months after having our baby, I felt like I had postpartum depression and he said, you're online too much. It's all in your head or frequent Mm -hmm. comments, frequent comments about how he is on a mission because life is short and he isn't going to let me slow him down, which really fucking hurts because I've been 10,000% supportive of all his dreams and aspirations. But when I'm struggling to write a six page paper on the human nervous system at 8 PM, because I've been a mom and housewife all day and the baby's crying, he's asleep on the couch. The last time I asked him for help, it turned into a full blown argument because he really thought it was appropriate to say, you, you really can't handle this or you, you really can't handle this. It's, it's just all these little comments that have piled up in my head and I can't stop thinking about them. I'm not trying to take away all of our good memories with these bad ones, but I feel like lately they're outweighing each other. Things were not like this before his friend died. He was the most supportive, helpful, wonderful partner, and now he's a totally different person. I've spoken to his stepmom briefly about this, to which she said, all of the men in the family act this way. They're dysfunctional. I suggest you focus on taking care of yourself until he decides to follow. With this information in mind, do you guys have any advice on how to solve this problem or work on it to make it better? I know this isn't the man I married. This Fuck. exact situation happened to my mom and dad. And, and how, did he, how did he get through it? Um, well, like he, so his best friend died. He became a different person. Yeah. Like he was so freaking mean to not just my mom, but also the kids, me and my brother. And he, um, by the way, Ben, I hope you're listening. <laughs> big fan. They're through it now, but like, yeah, they went through, it was really bad. I actually didn't know that it was that bad. Cause they kind of hid a lot from us. Yeah. Um, like Which I know that good. he was mean, like I felt like he was mean to me and I, 
was really scared whenever our dad was just watching us. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't know that they had a problem until like way later. And I didn't know it was because of his best friend's death. I I thought he just was mean, you know, like I was a little kid. Um, But yeah, so they went to couples therapy and uh, he also, they had a make or break it moment where like, it was like, hey, like my mom was like, this is what I need. And my dad was like, I don't know if I can be that. And then he had a talk with his sister. And then I don't know all the details, but he had a revelation where he was like, oh, this, no, I do love my family. Like I do want to be a good dad and a good husband. But it took a, it was like a few years. It Um, sounds like he's punishing you. And he's basically yeah. treating you like um, a punching bag because he's... Well, he doesn't know how to deal with his emotions. He's, he's stuck with that's, his emotional that's the pit. thing. Especially, I don't know if this is true about your husband, but especially if he was a person that never cried, never processed any emotions, like kind of kept everything all inside. And now he doesn't know how to deal with them because yeah. he's having a huge so amount of emotions you. and has no idea where to put them. He's stressed out from work. And so... He comes home and takes it out on you. That's what my dad used to do to my mom too. Yeah. I watched that a lot. And that's um, heartbreaking to watch. Heartbreaking. But it's one of those things too where there's something else going on. Yeah. I didn't find out until much later that it was like crazy, stressful shit at work that none of us knew about that they kept from us. Yeah. But it doesn't excuse any of that in my opinion. It's just, you, it helps you understand it maybe, but it doesn't excuse it. Yeah. And it's about, I think he needs to go to therapy. Yes. Uh, whatever you can, I know you're struggling and you're like, holy shit, how am I going to do this? But this is your marriage and you guys have a baby and whatever you can do to, to whatever you can do to get there, I think is worth it. There's yeah. a lot of places that are accessible, like that you, that I, I've heard about, but you know, obviously do your due diligence with that. But I think it's worth every cent that you, pay, you that you spend. Yeah, on absolutely. That. Especially when you know the person you married, and that this is not it. And like, you have a reason. You know he's going through something. Yeah, because you and have you a chose catalyst. Him, and you chose him for a reason because of all the things you said. He's supportive. He's a loving person. This whole this event is what is it is. It's not you. But I know this is super personal, and those are really hurtful things. And yeah. especially coming from somebody that you love so much, and then they're not respecting you or helping you at all i don't know what i would do in your situation because i don't i could not handle that Mm -hmm. but i would absolutely try to do every every possible route i could to save it so yeah therapy and um maybe you even need to like go stay with your mom or a friend or something for a little bit like put some space in between but I, yeah, that's really hard, especially, you know, you don't have a, um, a job. So, you know, you were kind of rely on, you're kind of dependent on him and he's kind of using that, holding that over you. He's beating you with it. Yeah. And that's what's crazy because you guys had a deal. And also I, my mom was a stay at home mom. I saw up close and personal how fucking much that is a job. Oh yeah. And, and I, you don't get a break from it. You don't, it's 24 hours. Yeah. You don't even get to sleep. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the other thing. You don't even get to sleep because you're supposed to wake up and take care of it because the other person has to go to work. So then you're just 24 hours plugged into it. (sighs) And my mom never even got to leave that because she takes care of my grandma now. It's fucking insane. Yeah. So, um, 
Man, we're rooting for you out there. I, I tell you what, try the therapy route with your husband. Yeah. Come at it with love. I know that's hard because he's not coming at you with it, mm -hmm. but maybe he needs some love a little bit more because he's obviously not himself. So at, at least when I say come at it with love, I'm talking about approach the, the idea of therapy with love. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I love you. I miss you. Like yeah. kind of thing. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with you. Obviously, you had your friend died and like, let's figure out what's really going on right now because you're not being the same person around us. It's not just me. You know, you're around, you're around our kid too. Yeah. I uh, mean, it. yeah, it's going to eventually affect the kid too. I promise you, they see everything. They absorb yeah. everything. I remember every fucking time my dad came home yelling at my mom, not being able to sleep because my dad's yelling at my mom for fucking hours. But that's super hard and super personal. And like, I definitely don't, have not been in your situation personally. So it's, it's really hard. But um, yeah, therapy and then, at some point you you do have to draw a line in the sand because you cannot have a partner that doesn't respect you. No fucking chance. So, You're not a punching bag either. That's the other yeah. thing. There's a, there's a rule that has to happen in your house, which is I am not your punching bag, right? And he has to, he has to come home and check his shit at the fucking door because this is your home too, mm -hmm. right? This is not his pit stop between work and whatever. And you're not a branch in the way on his journey that he trips on. Yeah, yikes. Like, come on, dude. Like, so, yeah, he, he that's the first thing. I'm not your punching bag, number one. And number two, you need some therapy. And I love you. I'm coming at it with love, like, when I say that, because I miss you. I want you to go to therapy because I want you I, I want you to be healed. Yeah. That's, that, you know, I and just try that. And hopefully, I hope, oh, man, I hope yeah, that helps you. I hope you. that works, too. I really do. I'm sorry. Please follow man. up with us. I would love to know um, that you're okay. I feel so bad. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for your questions. Podcast at Nikki.Limo if you want to submit anything to us. Uh, we are not experts, though, so no. don't be coming around here. But we do tell people to break Thinking. up quite a bit. We didn't do that this episode. We did for one. We did do that for Yeah, this for episode. one, for one. We, we did, did do that, that for, for episode. episode, yeah. Okay, we snuck good. it in there. Good. Yeah. I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It was really off brand for us. Yeah. I was going to say that. We can't it. sell shirts if we do that shit. That's true. I know. Merch is coming. It's coming. <laughs> you think that we have been giving honest advice? No. It's been a merch play. It's been a merch play. Okay. It's It was, it, it was always a merch play. And you will buy it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we told <laughs> you to. As long as we tell people to break up in every episode. Because we're influencers. <laughs> we're influencing <laughs> you. Thanks. All right, subscribe, um, rate us on iTunes, all that good stuff. That share helps share so with much. your friends; it really helps. helps, uh, helps Patreon.com/sticky. If you want to check us out, we have live streams every month. Download Steve the show. Has a crypto Th corner that helps a lot. Oh yeah, download on audio, yeah. and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.